ready or not, here comes the Trail Lunchbox, KDTR-FM, Florence, Missoula, locally owned and operated by the Missoula Broadcasting Company. I'm Mike Smith, joined in the Trail studio from uh, right to left. Eric, Sam, uh, behind the microphones. Uh, Oliver, behind a camera. Which uh, people know that I'm fine with just a microphone, but sometimes a camera, I start mugging and uh, acting <laughs> differently uh, when there's a camera rolling. I think you're going to you, be okay. I think okay. you're going to be great. Okay. You guys feel like you've uh, you've done this before? We've done some interviews. I, I, I actually, um, it's kind of dormant now, but I, I host a podcast uh, about climate activism. So, okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Big Sky Documentary Film Festival going on now. Thanks to Nick Davis for bringing directors in all this week. Directors, uh, filmmakers, producers, sometimes the subject of the film. You guys have an important uh, an important uh, documentary that is going to be the, uh, this is the world premiere, and this is not available on stream. So hardy Montanans are going to have to, <laughs> have to uh, get out there and get over to uh, the world premiere tonight. Going down at the MCT at 545, Israelism. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is Eric and Sam. Welcome. Hey, thank thank you. you so much. We are joyed to, to be, be here. here. We have a bunch of members from our team in Montana this week. So I think it's about 12 of us from our production company, Tukunalan Productions. Cool. And uh, we're very happy to be here. Where are you from? Uh, I'm from Providence, Rhode Island. Okay. I grew up in a tiny town in rural Maine initially, uh, but I live in Boston now. Okay. Throw it out there. Throw out that rural town. Norgewalk, Norgewalk, Maine. Population somewhere between two and 3,000 people. I guarantee you somebody in our audience knows. You know, you oh, run yeah. into these folks from Maine and you're like, well, that's interesting. Yeah. Shout out to my parents and Dorian David Axelman. I think they're listening right now. Appreciate you guys. Fantastic. And you too can be listening online at trail1033.com or uh, any of the other uh, tune-in apps. Israelism is an 84-minute documentary film. Uh, when two young American Jews raised in unconditionally love Israel witness the mistreatment of Palestinians, the battle, the old guard to create a new movement opposing Israel's occupation and recentering Judaism itself, you are the focus of the film. Is that correct? To a certain extent, yeah. It's 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 our stories to a large extent. Uh, both of us are Jewish and, and have gone through a similar transformation to the characters in our film, kind of initially growing up, you know, really kind of loving Israel and thinking that Israel yeah. um, was this kind of, you know, miracle of Jewish history. Um, and then later, you know, finding out just, you know, basic facts about Palestinian history and, and just the reality on the ground of, of what Palestinians are dealing with now and, and have had to deal with since the creation uh, of the state of Israel. And so uh, it's it's our stories, but we also focus on a number of characters uh, who go through pretty intense transformations, mm -hmm. again, starting out, you know, being very, you know, enamored with Israel and ultimately realizing that, you know, to to kind of, you know, live their values, they need to advocate for the humanity and, and the rights of the Palestinian people uh, whose rights have been um, so trampled on for so many decades. And you can't get there without a deep dive into history, correct? I mean, you you yes. kind of need to come from somewhere, um, from a historical setting. But in, in, in some ways, I remember uh, a professor in, in, in school saying, in, in some ways, the conflict almost needs to forget their history. That is, it's just a tet, tet for, you know, it's like, well, you did this to me, I'm going to do this to you and back and forth. And that same professor, and this is just to get the conversation started, mm -hmm. said something like, oh yeah, they, you know, they fought the, the, the six days war and the seven day is, uh, you know, still continuing. <laughs> totally. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, one of the challenges <clears throat> with making the film was figuring out how much history to include or not. Um, I think ultimately we settled on kind of less, <laughs> less is more in that department because I think that like at the end of the day, I mean, first of all, there are a lot of other documentaries about the history of Israel-Palestine, but also 
Um, you know, I think in some ways, like the history is complicated and is nuanced and it is difficult and there's a lot to unpack. And also like at the end of the day, I think that like nothing is more important than like what's happening on the ground right now and right how now. people are treating, yeah. being treated right now. You know, I think 10 Palestinians were killed and, and 90 injured in an Israeli raid, um, on a refugee camp just yesterday. And yeah. like, um, you know, sometimes the complexity of the history is, I think, used to obscure or scare people away from talking about um, the morality of the situation as yeah. it's happening today. Right, right. Uh, do you find yourself um, you find yourself uh, being raised a certain way, and then you find yourself um, in a different spot? There's, there's. I've read of Israelis kind of in a similar spot, saying, "Well, no, I'm not going to." You know, yeah, I was trained up to be a helicopter pilot to to defend the nation, but maybe what I'm doing now isn't in defense of the nation. It's, uh, it's this act of, uh, of violence and aggression. Totally. No, there, there's incredibly, you know, there's always been just like, there's always been anti-imperialist, you know, anti-colonial Americans. There's been, you know, Israelis the entire time who have fought for Palestinian rights. There's incredible Israelis fighting for Palestinian rights now. Um, and again, refusing military service. One of the main characters in our film is an American Jew who joins the Israeli military, which is somewhat common in the American Jewish community and later on recognizes, you know, what, you know, what he's doing and, yeah. and, and what the Israeli army is doing and to his great credit speaks out you know, against the occupation. I'm going to talk about the history thing a little bit. It's, you know, the history is obviously you know, very complicated and I think people, as, as Sam mentioned, often use the history to kind of try to obscure what's happening in the present. I think what's important is that even though the history is complicated, the end result of all these different wars, you know, 1948, 67, has always been less and less rights for Palestinians and more and more power for Israelis. And so even though the, his, the history is complicated, what we see is that you know, a, a pattern over and over again of Palestinians just losing more land, losing more rights. Um, that continues to this day. And, mm -hmm. and the military occupation that exists um, in the West Bank and Gaza today is, is inhuman uh, and is cruel. Um, and, and we're proud to make this film um, and, and talk about that. And, and, it's, and it's, it's done with uh, exclusion. It's done uh, financially. It's done socially. It's done militarily. It's, it's a big, um, it's, it's a big force. Um, you guys, um, you you two are up against it and um it, we all are in this belief and and you could take the same template and and take it other places the idea that you can love a country for the people and 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 maybe despise what the government is doing and is that kind of a a simplistic version of what of what this is about yeah totally i mean to me and i think for a lot of jewish people um in the united states like i think you know, I'm, I'm what you call a secular Jew, um, didn't grow up like going to synagogue a lot. And so the thing that made me most proud of being Jewish and still does is our history of being an oppressed people who found ways to survive and thrive and resist and also stand up not just for our own rights, but for the rights of all people. Um, you know, very proud of the Jewish role in, in movements like the civil rights movement and, and so many movements for social justice. And um, I think that like what, what we realize and what um, the folks in our film realized is that there's this contradiction in the American Jewish community between, you know, on the one hand, this long history of standing up for the rights of everyone. And, and at the same time, this, um, you know, fixation on supporting the state of Israel um, and, and in a very unquestioning way. And I think that's kind of like what our character's journey is about is like growing up without even real knowledge of the conflict and then starting to ask questions and being sort of um, shamed for asking questions even. And right. I think, you know, really what this film is about is just 
furthering the conversation and getting people to ask questions. Not everyone who sees it is going to agree with <laughs> with everything right, we right. say or with everything that people yeah. in the film say. But I think the important thing is that we, you know, talk about this. It's very painful. It's very emotional. But I think, um, you know, at, at the end of the day, we just have to learn how to, to have a conversation about this. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a worldwide um, a universal struggle. Um, that it feels like you you are going through as well as a very american struggle you know we had a u.s president say you're either with us or you're against us and 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 just suddenly we were in a black and white world back in 2001 and and that probably informs some of what you are you're you're doing and maybe some of what your families are are thinking and and some of what the world thinks about the situation no doubt and again you know and it, it is similar to america in certain ways again you know Everything that Israel has done, America has done worse, I mean, to be totally honest. Again, and, and similarly, like, we can be honest about, you know, the cruelties of American history. And again, I live in America, you know, I, I was born here, but I can just be frank and honest about, you know, our colonial history and our history yeah. of, of intense slavery. Um, and just, you know, and, and I can, I have to be honest about what Israel is doing. Um, and again, I wish Israel was not oppressing the Palestinian people. I, I wish that, you know, that, you know, as Sam mentioned, I'm very proud of my Jewish history. Um, my, my ancestors fled oppression um, and pogroms and violence in Eastern Europe and, and left yeah. We made it to the yeah. U.S., and I'm very proud of, of Jewish history, and I'm very proud to be a Jewish person. But when I see what's happening in Israel-Palestine, I have to be honest about it. I mean, yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. Like, and I wish Israel was not doing what they were doing. I wish you know Jewish people were not oppressing Palestinians, um, but unfortunately they are. And because of that, we have to be honest, just like we're honest with you know, about American history and about the cruel things that Americans have done. When you guys, when you rolled into the station, I could feel that that because I know you were having a conversation in the car with uh, Nick Nick Davis of the Big Sky Doc Fest. Um, there's a there's a forcefulness to you too, and and I feel like I, I I sense that. Yeah, thank you. And and um, how are your families reacting <laughs> to not only your your beliefs but also making a film, uh, exploring this topic? Is that is that a is that a little too personal? Does that get talked about in the film at all? Uh, it does. It doesn't get. To, we actually don't use ourselves in the film at all. So it's not. It's not in the film. But no, it's not too personal. I mean, I think. Um, I think, definitely proud and also nervous. And I think we're nervous too because you know it's a, it's a difficult topic to be vocal about. Yeah. Um, yeah. For a yeah. lot of reasons. Yeah. The Thanksgiving table yeah. a little <laughs> unique sometimes. Well, luckily, yeah. Eric. I mean, you know, I think Sam and I are both pretty lucky. You know, my family is very supportive. My family, you know, my my, my parents have always encouraged me to do whatever I want to do. And uh, when, 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 when I wanted to make this film, they've always been very supportive. Um, my dad has gone through a similar transformation. Um, not, you know, he, he, he spent a bunch of time in Israel in the 1960s. We're related by marriage to the prime minister of Israel who started the 67 war and who began the occupation of the West Bank. Um, so we're, 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 we're tied to the history a bit, um, but he's very supportive. And he's very proud of what I'm doing. Um, and also my extended Jewish family, for the most part, is very supportive. We, we've done some kind of test screenings with older members of my Jewish family. And even the ones who kind of, you know, really for most of their lives, really centered Israel as, as a large part of their Jewish identity to their credit, again, really support the film. And again, I wish this was not the situation right again, if it was up to, you know, but it is, yeah. and yeah. that is yeah. reality. And to kind of follow up, zoom out a little bit from ourselves, like I think we're in a moment right now um, because of what's what's happening in Israel and Palestine right now with this very extreme right-wing government um, yeah, that's taking right. over that when more and more of the older generation are coming to acknowledge the situation. So I think when we when we started making this film, which was almost seven years ago, it very much did feel like a generational story and a story of, of young people, you know, arguing and, and fighting against, 
the the moot the um, politics of their parents and grandparents generation but i think now more and more people from that parents and grandparents generation are waking up to what's yeah, going on yeah well that's that that feels kind of refreshing definitely speaking of refreshing um what do you love about the culture what do you love about the uh, the the israeli culture like there's these issues with the government and the oppression of the palestinians yeah let, let, let's each have you take a crack at that eric that's a complicated question that's a complicated question i mean again you know i the Jewish people, you know, I'm proud of the Jewish people for surviving. Again, you know, we have been through so much. And obviously what is tra- what is so tragic about the entire situation is, is how oppressed the Jewish people have, have been and that the Jewish people had very few options after World War II. My family very luckily was able to come to the U.S. Uh, when the U.S. didn't have super racist immigration laws. Um, if they tried to escape, you know, the Russian Empire 10, 15 years later, they would not have been able to. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they, you know, either would have, you know, tr- tried to escape or, or would have perished because the Nazis mm-hmm. took over um, the area where my family was. So I'm proud of, of, of the Jewish people for surviving, um, but but I, I'm more proud of Palestinian culture and I'm more proud of Palestinian society because again, like like Jewish, you know, like like you know, like Jews throughout history, they have survived. Yeah. Um, and the things that Palestinians have gone through are are, are harrowing. Um, and I think again, you know, when American Jews learn about. Um, you know, 1948, when 750,000 Palestinians were ethnically cleansed and were either you know kicked out of their homes or or left and were not able to come back, just the incredible trauma that they've had to go to, you know go through, um, that has largely not been acknowledged by mainstream media and yeah. has not been acknowledged by kind of American society in general. And then just you know we've been to Palestine, we've been to the West Bank many times, and just seeing you know our Palestinian friends live in these walled cities, yeah. um, literally with set with you know Israeli settlements you know surrounding them and at, you know and they're guarded and they're controlled by Israeli military checkpoints. And if the Israeli soldier at that checkpoint decides that they don't want the Palestinian person to leave, that Palestinian person will never leave. And that's and, a that's a that's a young person being put in that position yeah. to make that decision, a yeah. bigger a bigger decision. Yeah. yeah. Um. um the, the, I was just going to say the the you would think there would be some kinship or allyship amongst the Israelis and the Palestinians. The, mm-hmm. you, and I, I think that's what I'm sensing here is you're yeah. like from an oppressed people looking at another oppressed people. Mm, can't there just be some understanding? There? Totally. It's tragic. But I think, I mean, I was going to say that, you know, something I'm proud of is, is the Israelis who have spoken out, including some who are, you know, either in front of or behind the camera in this yeah. film. Yeah. I'm proud that we, we have um, an Israeli executive producer, two actually Israeli-American um, executive or consulting producers on this film. Um, we have uh, Avner Gvaryahu from Breaking the Silence is in the film, which is an organization of um, veterans of the Israeli army who speak out against um, the crimes that they witnessed during their service. Um, so yeah, very, and, and, um, yeah, very much proud of, of, um, the Israelis who've chosen to be part of this film because, um, you know, it, it's, it's a, it's difficult to speak out in the American Jewish community. And I think it's a lot more difficult yeah. to speak yeah. out in the Israeli community. Yeah. And, and again, it, it is tragic. And, you know, uh, we interviewed Cornell West for the film and, and he's in the film. And one thing that sure. you mentioned when we were doing the interview with him is that, again, you know, what is so tragic is that you have an, a formerly oppressed people. And again, we, you know, Jews, again, you know, are, you know, we face our own oppression now. I mean, you know, the rise of neo-Nazism, the rise of, of, oh, absolutely. of, of, of Jewish conspiracy theories in the U.S. Is, is very, very scary. But you have a historically oppressed people then oppressing another people. And that's what makes it just so deeply yeah. tragic. And he mentioned, you know, there aren't that many instances of that in history, but there are some, you know, like Liberians, you know, formerly enslaved Africans in the U.S. going and essentially colonizing part of Western Africa. Yeah. It's a similar thing. Yeah. Basically, you know, 
Europeans were the ones, you know, who, who, who basically, you know, created such a, a horrible situation for the Jewish people um, and forced us to have to leave Europe, you know. And unfortunately, the Palestinians paid, paid the price, basically. Yeah. They were the ones who suffered for the oppression that the Europeans basically wrought upon us. Well, I, I appreciate what you are to or trying to do with this film Israelism. It's showing at the Big Sky Documentary Film Festival tonight, the world premiere. 545 at MCT. Oh yeah. Do you feel like you're swimming upstream? Do you feel like the the current is get is is less and less? Do you feel like I mean in some ways this is all being um shown in a backdrop of a country, the US, mm-hmm. that is um there there is uh there are folks right now that kind of want to for lack of a better word whitewash our history. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you're swimming upstream and is there is there some hope um is this is this film about hope Yeah, I think I think it very much is um I think that at least in terms of um the Jewish community in the United States, you know, we're seeing a pretty striking change in people's attitudes. Um but like you said, yeah, we're we exist within a larger American culture that's um you know, we're more divided than ever. There's more um the the the, con, the political conflicts here are in some ways starting to resemble the political conflicts in Israel and um, and I think that you know there's there's definitely a kinship between the Israeli um, right wing and the American right wing and I think a lot of um, white nationalists in the United States even though they don't necessarily like Jewish people um, like Israel because they're like we want America to be Israel, but for white people. Yeah. Can uh, we put our, can we put our boots on the neck of somebody? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. No. And it's, and, and again, I think there, you know, there is hope. And obviously again, you know, the past couple of years have, have been obviously crazy. And, and when things, when, when Trump was president, it did not seem like things were getting better when, when it came to Israel, Palestine. Right. No, but recent right. polling suggests there has been a, you know, a massive change amongst the Jewish community in regards to Israel, Palestine. Recent polling suggests, you know, 25% of all Jews in America can, you know, consider Israel's actions to constitute apartheid, which is a serious, that that's a very serious yeah. thing. And for yeah. Jews under 40, so for, for younger Jews, 38% of younger Jews under 40 consider Israel's actions to constitute apartheid. I imagine if you did that polling 15 years ago, it would have been a unbelievably small right, number. Right, so we are right. seeing a groundswell in, you know, American Jews of all ages, but especially younger Jews, you know, looking at the ground and, and seeing, you know, saying not in my name, you know, this is intolerable and it must change. And I think again, you know, amongst American society in general, there's also been a groundswell of, you know, support for the Palestinian people and just a reckoning with Palestinian narratives. You know, mm-hmm. Netflix yeah. and other large streaming companies are showing more Palestinian narratives. And I think Palestinian narratives are becoming more commonplace. And when people hear Palestinian narratives, it's very hard not to sympathize with them. Yeah. Yeah. I could sit and 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 chat with you two for the <laughs> for the afternoon. Hey, we could do it for hours. Grab some pints, that sort of thing. Are you guys having any fun at the Doc Fest? Yeah. Amazing. Cool. Yes, meeting other directors, meeting other producers, so filmmakers. Great this is, our, I mean, this is both of our first documentary film as directors. So it, it's so great to connect with other documentary directors and have some beers and get to, you know, it's a weird thing we do, documentary filmmakers. To be honest, like we spend a lot of time alone in our editing rooms. Yeah, um, we have to like think about. We, we we spend a lot of time with the people we're making the film about, and then we have to figure out like you know, how do we compress this person's life into 30 minutes or, or something like that. So it's, it's a strange process. It's kind of a unique experience being a documentary filmmaker, no matter what you're making the film about. And it's so it's really, really great um, to get to connect with other filmmakers. And Missoula has been such a great 
place to to be because Fantastic. people are so welcoming yeah. to the film festival. Yeah, no, definitely. And I mean, we've actually so our production company we brought essentially our entire production company uh, to Kunalam Productions Ooh. to Big Sky. We, we all work nice. remotely. We're all different parts. An of the country. entourage. Yeah, we have like about twelve people here. We got two Emmy winners on our on our team. Shout out Tony Hale and Brian A. Cates. And we've been able to be mentored by a lot of really incredible uh, Jewish and non-Jewish filmmakers who really believe in this project nice. and who have had similar stories. So yeah, we, we've rolled deep. It's been an amazing experience. Everyone here is so cool. Um, again, documentary filmmakers are not pretentious. People are usually very chill and we've had just a lovely, lovely time. Well, I appreciate your, uh, your passion, your enthusiasm, your, your intellect and everything else that, uh, goes into what you do. Israelism is 84 minutes. It's showing tonight again, the world premiere at 5:45 at the MCT. You got to brave the cold, but once you get to the MCT, it's nice and warm. Indeed. So I, I, I wish you uh, the best of luck. And again, thanks to Oliver on, uh, on a camera over here. And you can find out more about the Big Sky Doc Fest at their website. And stay tuned to the trail. We'll be updating you as we head towards another busy weekend. Appreciate your time today. Of course. Thank you so much. 